what is up what is going on it's been a long time it's been too long um since i've been on here since you have heard from me since you have heard anything from me and and and, and i've been going through some different challenges some different things some different things that we have to correct sometimes you got to get yourself in order and not that we all the way in order where we want to be but god still is in control he still has a plan for you and me yes he does he still has a plan for your life can you agree with that can i get an amen on that can i get an amen on that yes i can because i know that so be it i know that god is able really to make you stand yes he is he's god and god on by himself he is the master of this universe he is the protector of your life he is um knows your going outs and your and, and your down sittings he knows your weaknesses and yet he still chooses to hang with you oh that's that's awesome because there are some people who when if they found out certain things about you they will stop hanging with you <laughs> That's why you got so many secrets in marriages and in relationships. You got a lot of secrets in friendships and different things, families. Because people say, well, if these, this person really knew who I was and what I've done and what's going on with me, they wouldn't hang with me. But God, Jesus, is not like that. He knows exactly everything it is to know about you. And yet he still chooses to hang with you. He's not ashamed. To be called your God. There are some people who are ashamed to be called your mother, your father. Some people who are ashamed of you. You got a relationship with somebody and they're ashamed of you. They'll never take you out nowhere anything. They're ashamed to have you on their arm. You got some people right now, they're ashamed of of family members that may be ashamed of you. You got some folks because of of your certain situation, different things that you're going through and might have been through. But Jesus, he's not ashamed to be called your God. He's not intimidated by your past. He's not intimidated by your present. Because he's already seen your future. And your future is glorious. Baby, you ought to shout right now. Because God is in. Definitely he's in control. He's in control of your life. I got something to share with you. That really freaked me out. Um, it's just some group, a group of scriptures that I've read a long time ago. And every time you're in the word of God, God can always give you some more revelation on what the things that he's said, things that he's done, things that he's put out there. Can I get a man on that? See, I, I learned, I had to learn this. I, I don't know everything. I don't know everything it is to know about the word of God. I don't know everything. And, and there's people who know more than me. There's, there's, some, there's some people I may know more than him. And we all can get together and share some things and grow together. I learned this thing that this is not a one-man race. It don't matter how talented, how good, how anointed you are. It don't matter how good you can preach or teach or whatever it is. This is not a one-man race. We need somebody. There was a, a gentleman on the radio told me something that's really interesting. Because I always was the guy that wanted to be the loner. But now I understand that the, in, in, my old pastor told me this way back in the day. He says, without the body, you're nothing. But in the body, you're everything. He's saying, you need the body. You need a group of believers. Let me show you something. He, this is what he told me. And this is what I heard on the radio the other day that freaked me out. He said, he's, the, man, uh, the man said this. He said, if you want to run far, if you want to, excuse me, if you want to run fast, run alone. But if you want to run far, then run with a group of people. You're going to have to find you somebody who can support you and lift you up. 
Pray for your weaknesses. Pray for your shortcomings and different things and whatnot. Yes, you're going to have to. Now, let me show you something else that's going to freak you out. And this is that God showed me this um, in the word of God, and it messed me up today. It's, it's, it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. You always got to take the time off of the word. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, around verse number 50. It says, I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must be put on the imperishable body, and this mortal body must be put on immortality. When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on the immortality, then shall come to pass the saying is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. <laughs> now watch this now. This, this is what he showed me. Now I'm, we're going to keep going. I'm going to show you something that's really messed me up. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? Let me show you something. He says this. When Jesus died on the cross, this will happen. He says this. The sting of death is sin. The sting of death is sin. The sting of death. Lord have mercy. That's what, that's what, death gets his power from sin. That's what he's saying. He says, now, the sting of death is sin. Now, watch this. And the power of sin is the law. The law gives sin its power because the law is telling you not to do this, not to do that. And so, that's where the, the, the sin gets its power from the law. And watch this. Now, watch what he's showing me. Now, this is not really what he showed me, but it's going to freak you out when I show you what he showed me. And then he says this. Now, watch this. And he says, the sting of death is sin. So then, watch this. The power of sin is the law, and the sting of death is sin. Watch this. But thanks be to God. When you see but in the scriptures, that means that's in spite of. He says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So here's what he's saying. Local Mandiaka. Here's what, here's what Jesus is saying to us. He's saying that when Jesus died on the cross, he took away the sting of death. And when Jesus died on the cross, he took away the power of sin. <laughs> That's why sin has some more power over you. See, see, people got it confused. You hear a Christian say, you hear people say, well, it's not about being perfect because you won't be perfect until God comes back and perfects us. But when you when when I say when you say that sin has no power over you, that means that that the law now is not on you anymore because where there's no law, there's no penalty. Where there is no law, it's dangerous for some people, but it's, it's, it's freedom for us who know the word of God is that. When there's no law, say, 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 right now, if I go out on a 59 right now, on Highway 59, the speed limit is 55 miles an hour. That's the speed limit. That's the law. Hmm. So if I'm going 65, police stop me. He give me a ticket because I just broke the law. But what if there was no speed limit? <laughs> I can go down at 200 miles an hour. The cop can do nothing because there's no law. Bakiyasaka. 
sin has no power over you no more because there is no law because Jesus Christ fulfilled the law and took it away when grace came in at Calvary. Sin now has no sting. Death has no sting over you because sin is gone. He took away your sin. Oh my God, that's dangerous. I guess it's dangerous for you. But if you're going to live in freedom in Christ Jesus, then you got to understand something. Now, now let me show you something else. He, he says this. Let me show you what happened. He says, and let me show you what, what God showed me. It, it freaked me out. And, and let, me, let me switch over because that was another version of it. But let me switch over. Let me show you something. See, you got, see and then I'll say this, and I was really hesitant, but I'll say this. Sometimes you have to be careful when people translate this the Bible because there are key words that are missing that really brings uh, off to the scripture. Now, here's the King's Vain version. I'm saying scriptures I just was reading. Verse 55, it says this, O death, where is thy sting? He's asking death a question. God is the only one that can ask death a question. <laughs> he asking death a question. De o death, where is thy sting? And then God comes back and he starts asking the grave a question. If you're going to be a prophet of God, you got to understand something. God, stop, stop trying to always prophesy to people. Stop prophesying to things. Lord have mercy. He says, O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? I call bullshit. That's two questions he asked. Two, one, one of the two most important questions in the Bible is this. O death, where is thy sting? Not the most important, two most, but one of them. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? Watch this, watch this. The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. But when Jesus Christ died on the cross, he took away the sting of death. And he took away the strength of sin. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about getting stung by that bee no more, man. He took it away. It's like a bee buzzing, like buzzing on your head. And you worried about it because you know if a bee sting you, you know what's going to happen. You may break out. You may get swollen up. Anything, you know, it's going to hurt. But what if that same bee, you know the bee didn't have no power on no, you didn't have no, you know, that sting can hurt you. And so he comes along and stings you. It won't nothing, nothing happen to you. Because Jesus Christ took away the sting of death. He took away the, he took away the grave's victory. Let me, let me show you something else. Let, let me show you something else. Real cool, man. Watch verse 54 now. It says, So when this corruptible hath put on incorruption, and this immortal hath put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. I want to show you something real quick. I want to show you something real quick because I want to show you something because this really messed me up. There's something else that messed me up. Because there's something else that, that God had to show me something. He had to show me something through the word of God because I've been praising God all week. All week, we got me praise God. He starts giving me revelations. Let me show you something. Let me show you something real quick. He, he, here's what the Lord showed me. And, and I've been interpreting this wrong for years. See, because you don't know everything. And I've been I've been not giving the scriptures its umph for years. Because, like I said, you don't know everything. You think you do, but you don't. And uh, you always got to be willing to be taught. But let me show you some of God showed me, and then I'm going to leave you alone. In first Corinthians, that same first Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 26. Let me let me show you what it says. 
I'll start reading in verse 24. Then comes the end when he delivers the kingdom of God to the God the Father, when he put he has put an end to all rule and authority and power, for he must reign till he has put all enemies under his feet. Now watch this. The last enemy that will be destroyed is death. Now I was reading this wrong. He says the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. And we as preachers have been preaching it wrong. <laughs> he said the last enemy that shall be destroyed. Now watch this. But we've been interpreting as this. He defeated death or he's defeated. He, he's going to defeat death. No, no, he's not going to defeat death at all. See, when something has been defeated, that means that Say you get in a fight with somebody and you defeat them. But years later, they come back and they beat you. Or say a team lost the Super Bowl. They was defeated. But they can come back the next year and win the Super Bowl. The Patriots. <laughs> now watch this. Rebel Shaha. So Jesus is not going to defeat death. He's going to destroy death. Rebel Shah. When David... When David went up against Goliath in the Old Testament, David didn't defeat Goliath. David destroyed Goliath because when David hit Goliath in the head of the rock and the, and the giant fell down, he took the sword and cut off the head of the enemy. He destroyed him. You, now, I don't want God to defeat some things. In my, I want him to destroy them out of my life. God, Lord, destroy Cancer, destroy depression, destroy sickness, destroy disease, destroy the acts, destroy some, some, some depression and, and, and sickness and, and things that have been going on in my life that I don't want to be there no more. Destroy them, Lord God. I, want them, I don't want them defeated, Lord God, but I want them destroyed. I don't want to see this thing no more. Lord, have mercy up in here. Woo, I've been gone too long. Woo, I need to get back in there. Lord God, destroy them things out of my life. There's some people right now. I'm getting ready to pray for somebody. I want to give you 15 minutes because I'll get back to making this money. But I pray right now, Lord God, there's some people right now that's going through. And they won't have some videos. They, they don't defeated some things and they thought it was over. But they didn't understand that thing in their life was just defeated. But they you but you want they want them destroyed. And they didn't understand that. Father, right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Destroy depression out of some somebody's life. Somebody's gonna listen to this right now and they're going really through a tough time of depression. Lord God, I want you to destroy depression out of their life. Lord God, there's another person going through right now that's going through confusion. Destroy confusion out of their life. I feel like preaching. Hold on for a second. Um, there's somebody right now that's going through a painful time of lust. And it's a constant battle. The Lord just spoke to my heart and said, that's the one thing that has to keep being defeated. Ooh. Ooh. For some people. Not all people. Everybody can't. Everybody can't. Can't catch that word. Some people it has been destroyed, but some people you just but you just keep fighting. But destroy some things out of some folks' life. Destroy them right now. Let them not see that enemy no more. 
Thank you in Jesus, in Jesus' name. Listen, if it's a word, then I did it. And if it's not, then I wasn't with it. Stay committed.